good. Um, had a pretty good weekend, although I did, Jetty did get catched this weekend, um, but Ethan and I are okay, so, um, and Jetty is good, you know, I was a little hurt because I'm like, I just paid you off, Jetty, I don't need no issues, you got to last at least five to ten years. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that how it happens sometimes? We pay off something and then stuff start happening to it. We, Lord, we're not claiming that in this position. We're claiming all coverings and everything will last for many, 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 many years to come. Amen. Um, amen, amen. <laughs> I, know, I know people had, because uh, I had posted on Facebook in general speaking. I didn't say who I was with. So since you already done told it, I can say it now. But when I posted that on Facebook about, you know, um, had a minor accident, but thank God it was minor because a lot of times we're in accidents don't turn out to be minor. So by the grace of God and, and, and all our protection angels around us, we did not have a severe issue. Had a little neck soreness on my end. I don't know about you, but other than that, I was good. No, just a little headache, but that was, I mean, I was good too. So, so outside of that, how was your weekend? How was your week? It was good. Um, I'm just trying to remember. You know, I have a, a one-day-at-a-time motto, so I don't remember what happened. But, no, um, I think, um, let's see, Saturday we did, um, we we watched a very uh, powerful documentary. It, it was very heartbreaking, um, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunately still relevant today because I think it was from 2013, but everything that was on there was still relevant now and even worse now. But basically it's about domestic violence and um, sex trafficking, things of that nature, and how um, young ladies in Africa are still to this day being mistreated and violated. And, you know, and of course it trickles over here to the United States as well because a lot of the young ladies from the United States and young men who are trafficked are oftentimes taken out of the country and never seen again. So it's definitely a situation that um, needs to be highlighted more because a lot of people are naive and they think that, oh, we're in the Midwest, nothing happens here. But statistics have shown uh, Midwest is one of the worst places and one of the highest trafficked areas of within the country. So, But um, other than that, Debbie Downer type of a uh, uh, ordeal. Um, <laughs> we it was pretty cool. Um, you know, thank God we made it see another day. That's all I can say about that one. So, amen, amen. So tonight, like we alluded to earlier, we have a special guest. Um, her name is Desiree, and so she's she's pretty much been a supporter of Empire Living since we started. Um, yeah. So we got her on the Birthday. show. Yeah. She, she's one of the day ones. We got quite a few day ones. So she's literally one of the day ones. Um, so we will let her introduce herself before we get jump into our topic. Hi, ladies. How are you? Good. Hi, everyone. Um, it's an honor to be here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm a day one for sure. Um, longtime supporter of Empower Living and very proud of you, too. Thank you. No, thank you, Ruthie. Oh, and I got to say, uh, get well wishes to you both. Glad the car accident was minor. And uh, get well wishes to Jetty as well. You know, yes. glad he's doing all yes. right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a she. Je- Jetty is she. She. I'm sorry. She. <laughs> I should know that. 
That's okay. Um, <laughs> and just for, just just in case somebody's like, who is Jetty? Jetty is what I call my car. <laughs> it is a Jetta. <laughs> yes, it is a Jetta. I have a Jetta. Um, so, yes. So, when we say that she's, like, day one, she's the one that drew our logo. So, like, that kind of day one. <laughs> Yeah. She's done our logo. She's done a lot of artwork for Empire Living. A lot of artwork for Empire Living. So, mm-hmm. we got it. We, once we get out of quarantine, we're gonna make sure she comes back and does like uh, sophisticated palettes because we have actually been trying to get that going. And I think mm-hmm. this yeah. when we finally get out the house again, everybody's gonna be ready to do it this time. So we are going yeah. to do that. So stay tuned for sophisticated palettes. If y'all don't yeah. know what it is. Tune and read about it because I need y'all to come support. I'm just saying. Um, so, what are we talking about today, ladies? We're talking about a little bit of like a combination. I know we were going back and forth on a couple things. We said that we were going to talk about, you know, girlfriends, the TV show slash in life, and then we we're also going to throw in a little bit of pop culture. So, because me, I said they both kind of go hand in hand because I've noticed that. Over the years of my life, um, that some friendships are formulated by what's going on in the world, either good, bad, or ugly. And some are influenced by what's going on in the world, and some are actually um, kind of shaped. Well, I mean, I guess they get the inception from what's going on in the world because some people will find common ground and they'll be like, ooh, girl, I agree with you, ooh. Or they'll break up friendships for real because they're like, ooh, I don't agree with what you just said. So, I guess to start off, like, when we were talking about this topic, what made it come to mind for you ladies? Like, what sparked this conversation Ooh, of conversation. girls? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. short version is um, Desiree has been binge-watching Girlfriends. Um, yes. If we're referring to the show, when did that show come out? In, like, the early 2000? 2000, 2001, I believe, something like that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, and so this was back when UPN was popping. Because that was on UPN, right? Mm-hmm. I believe we did debut on UPN, yeah. Yeah, it was, that was yeah, back when, it like, debuted in, yeah, had, it was 2000, it debuted. Okay, so that was back when we had, like, a lot of black cha- shows on one channel. And so we were talking about just kind of, like, the relationships that went on in Girlfriends and kind of how, like, even though they were good friends, kind of the dynamics were a little... Interesting. Desiree, do you mm-hmm. want to kind of give, like, the synopsis of what the show was about for those who have no clue what we're talking about? Certainly. Um, interesting fact. Uh, like we were saying, Girlfriends uh, debuted on uh, actually September 11, 2000 on UPN, and then um, it later became the CW. But um, I've been binge-watching because actually 20, exactly 20 years later, September 11, 2020, Netflix put um, all eight seasons on um, on their platform. So, uh, you know, it's, it's been in my spirit, so <laughs> during my downtime. So, um, <laughs> but anywho, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with uh, Girlfriends, it's, it stars um, Tracy Ellis Ross, who is uh, Diana Ross's daughter, um, as well as Persia White, Golden Brooks, and Jill Marie Jones. And it's just about um, four black uh, female friends living in Los Angeles and just going through their uh, their day-to-day lives uh it, it centers around careers. Their friendship is the uh, is the basis of the show, and then uh, love, of course, their love lives and relationships and things of that nature. But um, I know we had we were talking about tying this into friendships because um, 
it just it was it's interesting watching this show because I was very young when this show came out. I think in two thousand I I was twelve, but I did watch the show during that time. So um, so just watching it now that I'm older, now that I'm thirty two. And uh, just, you know, uh, li- have lived a little bit and can kind of relate to some of the things the ladies were going through, I realized that these, these women were not the best of friends to each other. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fantastic show. It's entertaining. But, I mean, it was a lot of treachery in this show, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I'll give some clues. Um, we have uh, jealousy between uh, several of the women, um, Actually, it's only one. The main character, Jones, who's played by Tracy Ellis Ross, she is uh, on several seasons, a couple seasons. She's uh, jealous of one friend, Maya, for getting married, and then uh, and so she's uh, actually hired as the wedding planner and pro- projects her own her own dream wedding onto Maya, and then continues to judge Maya for her less than uh, I guess sophisticated taste, and so uh, that almost broke up their friendship. Uh, later on in the season, her best friend Tony gets married, and she's extremely jealous to the point where she sabotages her cake tasting, and and she walks out on her um, engagement party speech. So it, it, I mean, it's just it's, it's a lot of backstabbing. But I want to get you two opinions because um, although it was a lot of backstabbing and like types of traits, like I realize that you know no one's perfect. But what what is the line? Um, that one crosses before it becomes, you know, we need to end this friendship. Because, you know, you, you forgive people and, you know, you you, you, you want to continue relationships and, and friendships, but, like, what's the cutoff? Like, at what point do you say this is this is probably not good for my life and I'm going to move on? True. <laughs> 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 you know what? I'm going to be honest. I have actually held on to some quote-unquote, friendships way longer than I should have. Um, I know one person in particular I grew up with, and she, you know, now I look back at it, she wasn't that great of a friend to me. Uh, she kind of reminds me of how, you know, some of these stories are in pub- that we see all over the TV, um, how she was always in my face smiling, but then behind my back she was talking all kinds of stuff. Or she would, you know, see what she can get from me, and used me, and, uh, um, you know, and once she was done to a certain extent, she would um, kind of move on. I wouldn't hear from her as much. And I think the thing that broke uh, my friendship with her was when we got older and I found out that uh, she, I knew she had eyes for my boyfriend at the time, but she actually ended up sleeping with him. And, um I found out from him, not from her, because he was, you know, trying to have his confessional and wanted to keep our relationship, you know, 100. I knew a little bit because she was always way too inquisitive about this person. And so, you know, when that happened, um, I just naturally let them both go and was like, okay, well, you know, that's what you want. And he's like, no, that's not what I want. I was telling you since I was being honest. I'm like, but you thought I was going to stay? I'm just confused. But um, long story short, they tried to date each other for a while, and then he ended up (laughs) leaving her, and he, you know, regretted it and always said something about it to me later on whenever we see each other. I said, I'm still okay. I'm good. I don't need you back. And then with her, we our circles kind of intertwined again, but we we have never been back to that status again. Like, if we see each other on the street, hey, we even Facebook friends, you know, I'll be like, 
from a distance, hey, how you doing? I have no ill will towards her, but I just know that she was not a good, genuine friend to me. Um, not just because of the boyfriend incident, but because of other things I sit back and be like, dang, you know, you, you really wasn't that great of a friend to me all these years. So that was my, my straw that broke my, my, my friendship was infidelity with people <laughs> that I thought I could trust, but clearly that was not uh, something I could do. So... so. <laughs> I'm only chuckling because I've had a similar situation, although the guy was not my boyfriend, but the person was trying to get me and this guy together. They ended up sleeping together, um, and I was I was I wasn't necessarily I didn't want to be with the guy, but it was just the principle of like you're supposed to be my friend. You're trying to get me to date this guy, but then y'all have y'all sleeping together. Like that's not that's not okay, and we. I was disappointed and upset, but we worked it out, and we still remained friends. We were really close friends, actually. Um, so I don't know. I can't really think of, like, one friend that's coming to mind right now anyway that we were not really friends anymore. And it, it wasn't like – it was because my mouth was kind of – was a straw that broke the camel's back. Um, I said something that I shouldn't have said. I meant what I said, but I should have said it in a better way. So uh, I think if you know me very intimately, you know that sometimes my mouth is not always the nicest. And uh, I say things in a very harsh way, and I don't necessarily mean it. I, don't, I mean what I say, but I need to say it in a nicer way. Um, so that friendship ended because of something that I said. Um, but outside of that, I don't know, because I would say that I'm someone that because of my level of loyalty, I struggle at times with, like, cutting people off. Mm. So, yeah. Desiree, what about you? Okay, so I just want to, like, recap what you guys just said. So, Athena, do you think for you it was, I know you said it wasn't only the boyfriend thing, but I noticed that both of you brought up a man kind of interfering in between the friendship that you had with the other women. It, is that at the top of the no-no list for you guys? No, I, no. I think <laughs> I, I think I think if I had to narrow it down the top of my list, um, it would have been doing harm or causing harm to someone I love would probably be more at the top of the list, um, but um, or stealing from me. So I guess in the grand scheme of things, they both would be the same thing because if you cause harm, if you steal something from me, nine times a ten, you're going to harm somebody that I love, a.k.a. my child or my grandchild. Mm -hmm. So um, I think those are like the top things for me. Like if you literally come into my, I invite you in my house and you take from me or you orchestrate somebody taking from me, that's, you know, to me that's a big old no-no. And the reason why I brought up the guy thing was because, unfortunately, nowadays pop culture and everything else has made cheating with your friends, man, acceptable. And that's never been something that was acceptable to me and that it happened, especially because it happened to me. So that's like, that's one of my news. Like, you do that, we ain't got to be cool no more. We could speak from a distance, so we never going to be like, oh, you're going to come to my house for dinner type thing. Because I don't think I could ever trust you not to 
again, hurt something or someone that I love because if I invite you in again, who's to say you won't step it up a notch and try to sleep with my child? You know, that's you know, just giving a hypothetical crazy scenario. But mm-hmm. I've heard people do that crap too. I think I'd probably have to cut somebody they tried to sleep with my child and they was my friend. So I think that's my my high, my top thing is probably going to be hurting somebody um, or stealing from me or, you know, those types of things are really my top, top, like, oh, where we're done type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. My top thing would be, hmm. mine would be because I'm territorial, if you were to hurt someone that I love, that would be, a, that so similar to Athena, that would be my top thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because even with the man situation, like, it wasn't the man, I could care less about him. It was, it was the principle, like, that you would, you would do something like that. So it was kind of like, if you would do that, what else will you do kind of thing. Um, but luckily, we had the type of relationship where we could talk about it and work through it. Um, and it, it, didn't, it wasn't a thing that it kept coming up. It came up maybe once, but it was because another friend was like, hey, I see that we're both still on the same guy. Are you okay with me pursuing it? And the other friend was like, well, how come you didn't make a big deal about that? And my response was, well, they came to me first. So I think it's different when when you have that conversation. And, again, with the guy, it was like I dodged the bullet kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think for me it would just be if someone was to harm, like, one of my family or friends, then that would be that would be a hard one for me. Um, yeah, but I also hate being embarrassed. So I feel like if you like if it was like humiliation, that might be another like no. Nah, or if you were something extremely against one of my values, that would be mm. that would be difficult to still have a close relationship with you. Well, you know what? I, I think it's time that we take a break real quick, and I want to figure out how this turned into the question of us and not of our guests. Like, how she don't spend this so much? <laughs> <laughs> she like she ain't asking no. She answered none of her own questions, so I'm gonna give oh, her to the end. Of this. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna it's gonna come back around. Okay, <laughs> I'm about to have it come back around. So after this break, we gonna come back around. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with more Empowered Hour. We'll be right back, man. Yeah, we'll be back. I'll give you my heart if you promise and you won't break it I'ma keep it real with everyone, it ain't no faking I was trying to give it to you, you was trying to take it And you cannot run from reality, gotta face it I've been trying to do everything for you to just make it Don't care what people say, especially when they talk crazy Don't play with me, I'm baby I'm watching in plain view You caught up and tangled in the web of the world I wish I could save you Slow. I know it feel like they got the eyes in the skull 
circles I'm watching in plain view You caught up and tangled In the web of the world I wish I could save you Deep down you're an angel But street life it trained you Now listen to your girl Talking in circles, I'm watching in plain view. You caught up and tangled in the web of the world. I wish I could save you. Deep down, you're an angel, but street life it trained you. Now listen to your girl. Hey, it's your girl, Lady J, host of the I'm Possible Radio Show. That's right. I'm back, y'all. Tune in every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 1030 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on JQLM Radio. Download the JQLM Radio app on your Android or Apple devices or get JQLM Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the Stream of Simple Radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button. If you miss a show, download or subscribe on any of the podcast platforms, Spreaker, iHeart, Spotify, Deezer, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. I'm possible. You're possible. We're all possible. Love y'all. Deuces. So we're back. Um, after we didn't got our special guests together, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we gonna come back to this because I'm like, wait a minute, thug. How did we get all on the, the? I feel like we had the spotlight on us for a minute. But since we're gonna let her get her method in, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be quiet. Let Re get her method in here. Okay. Yes, it, there is a method. They they beat me, y'all. They they beat me. 
But But no, I wanted to get your opinion because I I, I was going to segue into my own story. But um, no, very, very solid points. Um, And I'll tell you, I think that maybe the two things at the top of my list are um, I don't handle like disrespect of really any kind too well. So don't disrespect me personally. And then secondly, if I don't like who I am around you, I can't be around you. And so I'll I'll uh, I'll uh, tell my own story. Uh, well, first of all, um, the the whole guy thing. I I just in in my life in general, I I just realized this. I compartmentalize things. So um, certain groups of friends don't always interact with the other. Like my family would never be hurt by my friends because they don't really, I don't normally put them together. You know what I mean? That things don't always cross unless, I don't know, I'm, I have a birthday party or something. But generally I keep people separate. A guy I like may be separate from a friend. You know, they may meet, but it ain't, you know, if I'm hanging with you, I'm with you. If I'm with this group, I'm with that group. So I haven't had too many uh, issues with like uh, a guy and a friend or something like that. Um, one issue I did have though <laughs> Is um with a, a friend of mine because I'm not I'm I'm actually very and I don't I don't know if this is is a, a good quality or not and um you guys on the therapy practice you can tell me later um I'm not <laughs> I I don't I I easily I can easily cut off a person like a friend I've known for a long time like if I feel like okay this is a rat I can cut you off we I mean I'm blocking your number. Just anybody, really, not family so much, because family is family, and I, you know, I have a tight family, so uh, that's never been an issue. But with a person that's like outside of that that binder, and I keep a small circle, so um, I can, I can exit exit you out really quickly. And um, and I, I say that to say this: um, I had a friend that I've known since like fourth grade, and we had an altercation maybe, I don't know, maybe five years ago. Um, I just realized that I just I just didn't like who I was around this person. Um, she had moved from uh, Chicago back here because um, during our, our elementary years, uh, she had lived here, and then she moved to Chicago, and they came back when she was an adult. So uh, it had been a good, I don't know, maybe 10 years where we weren't together. And so, uh, you know, people growing, she came back totally different, first of all. So um, I just remember that summer was a lot of waste of my time. Like, I just remember not. Cause I don't think I was, I think I was either in school or unemployed or probably both, but, um, it was just a lot of waste of time. I didn't like what I was doing with my time. Um, I don't know. I found myself, you know, you're influenced by friends. So I found my, 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 um, I don't know, my intellect dropping, if you will. <laughs> I hate to say that. She was, she was not a dumb individual, just slightly ignorant and naive and a little bit uh, treacherous. So, um. I'm not saying that rubbed off on me, but I, some of it did. I, I found myself cussing a little bit more, and that's not me. You know what I mean? So, but no, the, the shot that broke the camel's back with that situation was um, was disrespect. Um, this this person had owed me uh, money or whatever at that time or whatever. So um, I had, I had been keeping a tab of what she owed me, and at this point, it, I think it had reached like a hundred bucks or whatever. And so I noticed that she had did either her hair or someone else's hair. Uh, me and her talking at, at, while I'm at work at one, at one day, and she had uh, either she posted a picture or she told me she was doing somebody's hair. So I'm like, oh, that's cute. Can you do mine or whatever? So she's like, yeah, you know, we're talking about the style. And then she quotes a price to me. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, Don't you owe me? Could it do it? <laughs> I'm like, uh, we could just deduct it from your tab. 
And she was like, you know, I could tell she kind of has some hesitation. She's like, okay. I said, you know what, we'll talk about it when I get off work or whatever. And so, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple hours go by, and then I'm leaving work. And I don't know, some, as I'm walking to my car, something told me, and I'm not on Facebook for, for this very reason. One of the, uh, This is one of the reasons I'm not on Facebook uh, today. But at that time, I was on Facebook. And so I hit the little Facebook icon on my phone just for some reason. The Lord, I believe, told me. And uh, the first thing I see was this long post of her talking about me. She didn't mention me. But she mentioned how friends uh, should have one another's back and shouldn't keep track of uh, uh, what they did for each other. And I mean, going in. And then I'm noticing people. She didn't mention my name, but I'm noticing our mutual friends commenting like, yeah, girl, you right. That person did you wrong. You don't need them in your life, da-da-da. I'm like, she is crazy. So I get in my car. Unknowingly, I uh, had my back window cracked. So I called her immediately. And I never, you guys know me. I've maybe cussed two people out of my entire life. This was the first time. Uh, went in. I, I just could not believe. Like it, I've, and we were like sisters at this point. This was like my best friend. And so, um, and I, I take that back. We were not like sisters. <laughs> Stop lying. We were cool. Sister, we were cool. We was cool. But uh, I don't do that. Play cousin stuff. I don't do that stuff. But uh, we was cool. But um. I mean, we have spent like every day this summer together at this point or whatever. And so uh, so I'm like, you know, if you had an issue with me, directly call me. Why why would you do this? You know what I'm saying? We, we can talk about these things. So, um, so of course, like I said, my back window was down. So I'm, in, I'm still in the parking lot at work, so the people heard me. Now, keep in mind, my work demeanor, it, it, it's really me. It's a part of me, though. And it's, it's professional, and I'm super kind, whatever, and all this. So they're, they're looking over at me in the car, cussing this girl out, and, you know, it's completely out of character. <laughs> so I'm embarrassed. There you go, Renata. That's a, that's a strike. <laughs> she embarrassed me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so I'm embarrassed. She disrespecting me. I didn't like who I was in that moment, so she had to go. And so, uh, but the funny part is, maybe a year later, I forgave her. We had hung out. And silly, silly me. She she had called me one day because she had a flat or her car got impounded. Southern dumb. And so I loaned her some money then. And she said she was going to pay me back. Now, at this point, I did learn you don't loan money. The message for the show don't lend money that you can't afford to lose. So right. I, I lent the money, True. you know, and I didn't, I didn't mind that she didn't pay me back at this point, but um, she kept saying she was. So eventually I just lost her number. And so maybe months later of us not talking, um, I'm working at, at at a different spot. I think it was, I was a manager at a store in a mall in Greenwood. And so I'm leaving work, and I see her. At this point she has a baby, like her, her newborn baby or whatever, and I knew it, but we hadn't been talking, so, you know, I didn't care. So uh, I'm walking down, you know, uh, leaving, going to my car or whatever, and, like, I'm talking literally within arm's reach. I see her, but her back is to me, and she has the baby in a stroller or whatever about to push it. And I should have seen <laughs> you should have seen me pivot away from this girl, like, oh, I'm a bunder. <laughs> I didn't want no parts. I didn't want no parts. I hightailed into that door. But, um, but, yeah, the disrespect I can't tolerate, and then if I don't – feel like I'm being my best self around you, um, then, you know, you got to go. But um, I'm not downing the show girlfriends because they were genuinely always there for each other. So um, I guess, you know, the forgiveness is, you know, I believe in that, coming back together if, it, if it's meant to be. And then later in the show, I, I, spoiler alert, Tony exits the show, and she was really a the, she was really a really toxic one, you know what I'm saying, uh, the relationship with Tony and Jones. So she exits the show, and then it gets a bit better uh, on the last season until it's eventually canceled. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's uh, <laughs> what I thought to talk about today on the show, guys. <laughs>
<laughs> and you know, when you were talking, it, it made me think of, you know, different times where I've loaned people money and, and it almost ruined a friendship. And then one time I think it did ruin a friendship between me and a guy because I was like, you know, we cool now, but you keep coming to me acting like, you know, I'm the ATM. And I'm like, sir, um, we ain't doing nothing. Uh, you ain't my man. So mm. and you ain't not like you taking me on a date after this to make up for the fact mm. you just borrowed some money from me. So stop coming at me like that. And he and I don't talk. I don't. I don't can't tell you the last time we talked because I think I kind of got tired of being like every time you call me you want something so I guess to you guys do you ever run into people who do that and then do you keep them around who like they always call you when they want something and it's always like you know hey how you doing oh really okay good but do you got some money I can borrow I ain't got no gas in my car and you thinking to yourself like they're gonna I go to work just like you why are you always asking me for gas money? Or why are you always $20 short? Or why when we go out to eat, you miraculously forget your wallet? Do y'all have people like this? Um, no. I have. I've never had anybody miraculously forget their wallet. Um, <laughs> 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 but I, <laughs> I don't know what I would do with that. <laughs> I think you would say, I feel like for the most part, I, I wouldn't let anybody go hungry. But we would, we would, we would have a conversation. Um, I have had people that I felt like every time we call there, you are asking for something and it's not always money. Um, cause I think, and obviously it, it doesn't bother me too, too much. I think it just depends on the person, but I think because I'm a therapist, I think there are times where people, it happens more with associates, not necessarily with friends. Um, I do feel like sometimes I'm called to be used as a personal therapist and that's not, that's not always a role that I want to play. But well, I apologize in advance <laughs> or, or after the fact. I do call you my therapist a lot. <laughs> well, no, no. So, but I think with you it's a different situation because it's, it's reciprocated. So, like, if mm -hmm. I need to vent, it, it's notorious for me to call you and be like, I just need to vent and I'm done and I'm good to go. But I think if it's, I've literally had a friend or an associate um, that has called and, like, pretty much just wanted to get everything off their chest. They kind of ask, hey, how you doing? And then they talk the entire time, and then they say, like, okay, I got to go. Like, like, oh, wait, okay. wait, what's the thing? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you well, have a good night? <laughs> <laughs> Keep left. Keep it easy. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. Um, so, I mean, I, I think, but, again, in those situations, it's, that's why it's important to have boundaries and say things to people when mm -hmm. you need to. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've not had many people on the money tip. Um, I've had, uh, and I, like I said, I, I am quick to dismiss you, and I, these people are no longer in my life. Um, I've had friends <laughs> from my high school, like I have an um, ex-friend. I mean, and if you call today, it's cool, because we always had respect for each other, but I noticed, like, on two occasions, like, she had, she has two children, and I threw both of the, the baby showers, but I'm not the godmother to either one of these, and she's calling the little chick her best friend. I'm like, so what? Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, so we, we don't really talk that much anymore, and it's okay. Like, I didn't feel bad about it. I was happy to throw it, you know. God bless, we had a friendship, so, you know, it was whatever. I wouldn't do it again, though, but, um, so, yeah, that's that. But, no, quarantine has really taught, taught me, and just 2020 in general, um, to, like, 
I, I just I really appreciate reciprocity, and and I'm giving my energy to people who I know that uh, give that same energy back to me, and and it feels good, you know, because I really do have like a, a good handful of people that really I, when I can pour into, they can pour back into me, and so I, I think that's what it's really about, and I think that people should should give their energy to those people and really appreciate those people, and and people that are not like that. I mean, I think it's up to you if you want to continue to let them you know, benefit from your gift and your energy and, and all that stuff, you know, because that can be a blessing too. You know, you can help people, but, um, you know, protect yourself in, in the midst of that as well so that you don't feel like you're being uh, depleted, you know. So, yeah, that's my feel. Yeah. Well, that was going to be my question. Do you think it's ever okay to have friendships where you don't benefit as much? Does it have to be, what's that uh, lettuce you song, what you going to add to me? Does it have to be a situation like that where you feel like you can't be a part of my life if you're not adding to me in some way? Is it is there ever is it a benefit to having people that don't really benefit you at all, but you just want them a part of your life, whether it's to benefit them or what have you? Hmm. <laughs> I would say for me, because <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of how to answer that question and still, you know, um, for anybody who's listening who, you know, feels like we're friends, you know, I want them to feel offended, but I think everybody has a place in your life, and um, mm -hmm. either they were a lesson, a blessing, or a curse, but mm -hmm. uh, it's all about how you react to the length of time they stay, because if you find out that somebody is doing you harm or they're not uh, adding to you in any kind of way other than negatively, then, yeah, it's time for you to cut them off. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like every person who I have in my life adds to it constantly in a positive way. I don't feel like every person in my life has contributed negative to my life in some kind of way, but I do feel like everybody has a purpose. And a lot of people I've learned lessons from real quick um, and learned um, – what not to do and what not to say and what not to be around and what to stay away from. So I definitely feel like people are um, are placed in your life for a reason, and a lot of times they were moved for a good reason. A lot of times they are kept around for a reason as a reminder what the heck you shouldn't do. So I, I definitely feel like people are, are placed there for a reason, but it's always up to us how long they stay and to what capacity they stay because the most toxic people around you can sometimes be the people we keep around too long. And we don't get to move to a higher playing field because we haven't cut off that unnecessary weight. So um, I definitely think you should learn from those bad energy or people who can't add to you in any way, even if it's just mm -hmm. a hug when you need it. Because it doesn't have to be financially gained. It can't. It doesn't have to be emotionally gained. But it, if that person can't help you or talk you off of a ledge, I almost feel like they shouldn't be around because there's going to come a time where you're going to call somebody and if they never answer, they never want to listen to you, you know, you never know what that person may need on that other end. And if you're never there in a capacity, then you've taught me that I can't trust everybody. Like my auntie says, not everybody's your friend. You have a lot of acquaintances. You have a lot of, you know, um, uh, street mates, people who grew up on the same street as you. But, you know, you have a select group that are friends. 
And in my situation, I have a select group who are friends, but then there's a very smaller group that I call my sisters or people who I can actually depend on like family because unlike you guys, because I know not a situation and you special guests, you mentioned that your family is very tight-knit. I don't have a tight-knit family. Uh, matter of fact, I think after my grandmother's gone, it's just me, Michaela, and Landon of my bloodline that are still connected, mm. which is um, – you know, a sad situation, but because I don't have that immediate family, like you guys have mentioned you do, um, I I have my sister friends who I can depend on like family. So for me, you know, looking at the circle that I have, I know there's people who are adding to my situation that are beneficial, people who I'm learning from that I need to cut off, and people I keep at a good distance. So... I mean, to answer your question in a roundabout way, I, I don't feel like everybody has to add to you, but I definitely think that they add something to your life, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Oh, okay, that's it. Okay. I, I, know oh, I can elaborate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally... I'm not, not used to this. <laughs> no, no, I totally, I totally agree with Athena. Um... I do think it's okay to have people in your life that may not directly uh, give to you. Although I think that when, when you give to people, you do get something out of it, even if it's not directly from them. Um, I think it, it can come from other places or just a, a good feeling in the inside, you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I believe in, in, in giving back and, and things of that nature uh, and, and, you know, being helpful and kind. Um, but like Athena said, I also am very clear about, um, what I call those people. I, I wouldn't consider those. If my friends and my family, which is a small circle, they give back to me. It's a, a reciprocal relationship, and that's just what it is. That is a requirement, a prerequisite to being a friend or family member, and that's just what it is. Now, um, you can be a step outside of that associate, and, I, I, you know, it, most of the giving is coming from me, and I'm not talking about financially because I'm not down with that. I feel like God helps those who help themselves, <laughs> and uh, that's, just, that's just not what I'm about. But... Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, in, in terms of emotional support or um, professional or, uh, uh, support or help or whatever, that's, that's fine. I don't mind giving that. But, um, like I said, I'm very clear on who you are to me and what I am to you. And I don't, I don't get those confused too often. Okay. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. I would Renata, you can answer your own question. I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm about to. I'm about to. I would say... Ditto for the most part. Again, like I said, I recognize as far as between the three of us, I probably am the one that has the worst cutoff game. <laughs> the it's I not. agree. No shade. <laughs> okay, it's okay. Um, I am the one, I, I know, I know me. I am the one that I might, like, I don't really block numbers. Like, literally this year has been the first time I've ever blocked numbers. And the only people who I'm blocking are the people who keep calling me about my warranty on my car or the people who keep calling me. <laughs> that don't count. That does not it count. But I'm being serious, though. <laughs> I don't want people. I just I try to at least have a conversation with you and it just let you know, hey, this is not really working. Or I just, we just don't talk. <laughs> That's just, I don't know. That's just me. So, but I do think that it's a, I think that there is always an opportunity to learn from somebody, whether it's, I don't have to, I don't have to touch fire to know that it's hot. 
I can look at your life and be like, oh, okay, that's something that I don't want to do. Amen. Um, <laughs> so Learn from other I, I, I do mistakes. think, you know, I, I, that's why I don't have children. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it is. It is. Hey. So I have, it's, no, I, no, so I will explain. So I have, I have a family member who, based on what they, their decisions that they made, it made me decide that I did not want to have children unless I was married. And so that meant that I was willing to do, I was willing to make sacrifices to make sure that didn't occur. Because um, I just, and, and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to do. That was just not, I, I, that was not something I would desire at all. And granted, I got married and we tried to have a kid, but clearly that wasn't what God wanted. I later realized why that wasn't what God wanted. Because um, again, like I said, I'm territorial. So I, I know my flaws. I'm very clear on what I'm not good at. <laughs> but I, I do think that it's okay to have people in your life that you may not necessarily see the, the big benefit, but it might just be like, so for example, in a mentoring situation, I think if you are a mentor, you may not look at that situation and say, oh, I have, you're giving a lot to me. I'm the one that's mentoring you. I can still learn from you um, kind of thing. So, yeah, I think that will be my answer. Well, on that note, I guess we should take a quick break. Um, yeah, because we're getting towards the end of the show. But, yeah, <laughs> we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with more of this Girlfriend Talk with Empowered Living Inc. on the Empowered Hour. This is a Missy Elliott exclusive. Cool up, cool up, cool up, cool up. 
up, cool up, cool up, cool up, cool up, cool up. Are there areas in your life that need healing? Consider Empower Living Inc. We are a therapeutic practice that meets the clients where they are. Call us at 317-969-5694 or visit us at www.empoweredlivinginc.net to see a list of the services we offer. Empowered Living Inc., a holistic approach to a better you. Gotta wrap up the show. We got what, about seven minutes left. Ooh, this show went quick. Like I don't yeah. even understand how the show went so quick. I mean, that's just crazy. Um, how quick shows go. But anyway, um, talking about girlfriend talk and and you know, in, in all actuality, how I started the show, I, I really do think that a lot of friendships can be tested. Um, they can also be formed. They can also be. Um, made more solid by what's going on in the world. And like you said earlier, Ree, um, 2020 has shown you a lot of things, especially about friendships, and um, I could say the same thing. Definitely 2020 has given a lot of people a lot of vision. And if people ain't paying attention, I feel sorry for you because if you're still here when 2021 starts, you're going to need that vision to continue on. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess, like... <laughs> Because, <laughs> boy, if, they, if 2020 ain't gave you nothing else, it gave you some insight um, to some things. Well, and, uh, you, and just on that note, that has been my prayer. Lord, whatever it is you're trying to show me and the people around me, please let this be a one and done. Let us get it. Okay. It out. <laughs> <laughs> let me understand. I do not want to repeat this again. No, ma'am. I do not want to repeat none of this ever again. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this has been a, 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 a eventful year. I will never yeah. say anything about how bad my year has been again, ever. <laughs> so I guess, ladies, uh, since we got to get ready to wrap it up, if there was one thing you could say that um, you would change, or not even necessarily change, or is there anything in 2020 that revealed to you about friendships that you would uh, carry on to next year? I mean, would it even, uh, or did you get anything revealed about friendships this year, I guess, because, you know, I've had a lot of things revealed to me about friendships this year, but I'll let one of y'all go first, but has 2020 showed y'all some things about friendships? Have you started the year with some friendships that you did not end the did not end the year with? I mean, I guess we're not ending yet, but you know, it's September. Might as well say it's getting towards the end of the year. But mm-hmm. um, you know, has there any has there any friendships that you started the year with that at this point in the year you have not uh, carried this far? Uh, well, I'll, I'll speak. Um, well, yes. Uh, there is there is a, a a friend that I actually brought in New Year's with um, that I I've not seen to or really spoken to um, at all this year just because we've had a, a back and forth like an unspoken kind of awkwardness 
and maybe we'll have the conversation. I'm not really big on having too many conversations, but um, maybe we will have that conversation one day because I think it's really more hard on her part than um, than mine. But I, I, I know I play a role in it too because I allow the awkwardness to kind of go by. But um, so yeah, I, I've learned that I do need to be more uh, communicative. And so uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll address that. Like I said, maybe I won't because the other lesson that I learned <laughs> was that reciprocity. I'm, I'm giving. I'm keeping that same energy, you know what I'm saying? So I know I can probably take that a bit too far. So if I feel like I need to switch up the energy, I will. But for the most part, I'm keeping that same energy. So what you give, I'll give as well. And, you know, we'll we'll carry it on like that. I'm just really putting energy towards people who give me uh, good vibes and and, uh, mutual uh, benefit relationships as well. So um, so I've learned that. And then I've also learned to um, really put a mirror up to myself because uh, I know with, with certain people I, I would get frustrated about certain habits that they would have. And someone taught me this uh, years ago that the things that you don't like in a person are often traits that you have yourself that you don't like. And I had to look in the mm-hmm. mirror because the things that this person was doing, I was like, dang, I'm flaky. Uh, I canceled this. You know what I mean? I didn't pick up the phone that time. So, so I really learned to look in the mirror and uh, just be a better friend if I want to receive those different relationships. And I am seeing a difference. Uh, my perce- uh, perspective is changing, and uh, and good people and good vibes are coming my way. So I'll talk about that uh, throughout 2021 and the rest of my years. All right, now. Okay. <laughs> so I have an answer, but then I want to ask a question. Um, so I don't know if you want me to go last. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Well, we got about three minutes, so you better answer. That's a question. But. Okay, it'll be a quick. It'll be quick. So my answer is yes, but it's not because we fell out. It's because she passed away. And so with the death of my friend, who was like a sister, uh, it was kind of a reality check of how quickly we can, how quickly life can change. Because um, if you would have told me, I would be burying my my oldest friend that I was that I still communicated with. I would have not believed you, uh, but it also kind of made me stop and think. She was thirty seven. I'm thirty seven. Like we don't think that we're going to bury people in their twenties and thirties mm-hmm. later right. in life. Like I thought we was going to be old jazzy women, and so if anything, it's kind of the reminder that it's important to stay in touch with people because you never know. Any like this weekend, me and Athena, that could have been a really bad car accident, and I would have, I would have hated to leave this earth not letting everybody know how I feel about them. I feel like for the most part, people know how I feel about them, for the most part. <laughs> so, go ahead, Athena. I'll let you answer, and then I'll ask my last question really quickly. I definitely think this year has shown me who my real friends are. I, I definitely have. Um, been enlightened to that and um i thank god for the people that i had in my circle because you know everybody knows you know i lost my my grandmother this year which was the the person that i knew i had within my family structure so now she's gone you know i i feel i definitely feel that void now more than i thought i would so i definitely have the friends 